Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, partner? Not much, man. What's going on? Just another hot day down here in Florida, man. Wow. I bet you it is. It's, it was hot yesterday here, but it's, it's cool today. It's about 120 degrees with 99.9% humidity. What part of Florida are you in? Jacksonville, Miami area? Tampa. Uh, middle of the yeah, state. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're right there by the water. Yes, sir. That's the only thing yes. that that's really kind of the only saving grace because the closer to the water you have, a stronger like daily breeze you have. Okay. You yeah. know, you get a you get a good just a daily breeze that blows in off the water. But when you start getting inland, that breeze mm. gets less and less until there is no breeze. So like the people over in the Orlando area, oh, man, I know it's probably blazing, sweltering. Right, because I I knew some people living. I went to Jacksonville for a little bit, hung out there for a little bit. Yeah, but it was it's hot. But like you said, that breeze come off the ocean, man. You can feel it. Yeah. So how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing pretty good, man. Feeling pretty good. Well, let the listener know what what kind of uh, you know, things that you've been dealing with here as of late. Okay, um, I have uh, multiple sclerosis and I have um, AFib with the heart and stuff like that. Just um, was diagnosed with colon cancer and I, they got it all. Um, but like I said, that's the only major three things I have had. So I'm doing pretty good now. It's a blessing, partner. So yes, sir. What um. What did you want to connect with about today? What what's on the mind? Did you watch those the those episodes? Yes, I did. How do you, yes, you did. How do you how do you feel about him? Um I feel that he's he hit some things on he hit some things on the right thing. And then I thought about some things that he said, like I don't know about that one. But I can't remember all that he said, but yeah, it was it was a good conversation. You asked some very good questions though. Very good questions. I appreciate that. Yeah, so for the listener, we're talking about uh Mark Caruso uh-huh. and uh, the interview that I had with him, which I'm, I have to put the other two episodes out here soon. But, uh-huh. but um, I like him. I think I think he I think he um, is sincere. Yeah, I think he's real. Yeah, I think he's sincere. And we have a lot of issues down here in Florida, man. We have a lot of issues. Ohio too. Uh, yeah, we got a whole bunch here, man. A whole bunch here. Yeah, we always, but you know, Ohio's always, but Ohio and Florida kind of goes back and forth. Everything you guys do there, we do it here and, and vice versa. It's always been like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's always been Ohio and Florida. Because you think about when elections come out, if you win Ohio and win Florida, you usually become president. This is true. Yep. So what are some of the issues that you guys are dealing with up there? Um... The housing, the housing aspects for um, where people get out of prison, men and women, um, juvenile, um, the people going to prison who are younger than they should be. We got a lot of, we got a lot of 17, 16, 17 year olds in the institution here now, and but they're, but they're also doing the major crime. But you know, you know, they have bodies and stuff like that. So you look, you like I said before, these young kids are going to prison. Their frontal lobe is not developed yet, not until they're about 23, 24 years old, 25 years old is latest. And you're putting 17, 17, 16, 17 years old with adults. And you know what's going to happen to them. We've seen what's going to happen to them. And that's not that's not even going to be the answer. It's going to be, they're going to learn more problems and more things are going to happen to them. We know they're going to get, could get raped, can get all type of stuff. You know how that goes, man. I'm dealing with a mom right now whose son is out in Kansas. Uh-huh. And is being charged with two counts of pornography uh-huh. for using Snapchat. He was se- yeah. he was 17 at the time, talking to a 16 year old, and they were sending you know she was sending him photos. Well, right. a couple days later, he turned 18, and of uh-huh. course the the communication continued. These were high school kids. They were I believe they were in the same school. Right. Right. She sent a video of herself masturbating and stuff, and then they turn around and charge him, and they're trying to give this kid 90 years. They got him, they got him housed with, because they charged him federally. Uh-huh. This, this is an, a now 18-year-old kid that just turned 18 in September. They're holding him in a sex offender pod out there in Kansas uh-huh. uh, with no bond, right? He hasn't right. even gotten his discovery yet. He's been in, he's been in jail for almost nine months and hasn't even gotten his discovery yet. Ten days after he got arrested, his his public defender was in there trying to get him a a plea for fifteen years or something like that. 
Probably poor tenders. There you go. And, and, and they're the, for whatever reason they're trying to railroad this kid. This, he, like you said, he's a kid. He's 18. He has no idea what's going on. Over in Virginia, I'm dealing with another. I'm dealing with another mother whose son was 17 years old, and was and, and, and is addicted to Xanax bars. Okay. One night he was he was completely Xanaxed out, you know. Uh-huh. And I know what that looks like as being a kid. And, and a lot of kids around me were big on those bars. Yeah, right? bars is big, man. You're right. So I know what that looks like. I mean, you're they, these kids were foaming at the mouth. They were incoherent of anything going on around them they were just moving zombies Uh. right and this kid i guess got into an altercation with the stepfather um and had like a little pocket knife and and grabbed his little pocket knife and rushed out of the house Uh. and the mother right who is an er nurse and trusted the police her whole life being in the er dealt with cops every day you know trusted the system completely naive called the police to do a welfare check because she said that her she was scared about her son. Right. She didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. Right? So when the police get there, they don't announce themselves, and they rush up behind him and tackle him, and in that process, he turned and stabbed the, the, the cop in the leg. Wow. They're, they're charging this 17-year-old kid with, with uh, attempted capital murder on a police officer. Lord. Took him to trial, found him guilty, and they're trying to sentence him to 70 years, or they did sentence him to 70 years. The, the judge completely went against the recommendations as to sending him to a drug rehabilitation unit and, uh-huh. and, sentenced, and sent him to a, a maximum security prison there, there in Virginia at, at 18 years old. Wow, for stabbing a cop in the leg with a pocket knife. Right. Come on. Capital murder, attempted uh-huh. capital murder on a, on, a, on a police officer. Through the whole trial, she said through the whole trial... The whole courtroom was filled with nothing but cops. That's how it goes. They they put him they put this kid all over the news as as you know this this crazed out drugged out kid who was trying to kill a cop. Right. And the judge the whole time through the trial, like the mom said, she was just picking at her nails, wasn't even paying attention. Some of the jury was asleep. Like they knew what they were going to do with this child. They just had to go through the process. Exactly right. Got to make an example. You're right. That's what they did. That's messed up. This woman, right, Bobo? This woman, Uh, she was on the verge of of committing suicide because at the end of the day, she was wearing the guilt of bringing all this to her son. If she wouldn't have uh, just trusted the police and called the police that night. And I can uh, sympathize with her holistically because this same incident happened to me and my daughter uh, uh, just a few short months ago where my parents... Uh-huh. Right. My daughter was dealing with, you know, uh, graduation, college, all of this pressure. Uh-huh. And, and she she broke into her mom's alcohol cabinet and, and had a little bit of alcohol there at the house and, and went out of control because she don't know anything about alcohol. And she mixed brown liquor and white liquor. Yeah. And it drove her crazy. And and her grandparents were on the phone with her and they were scared because this girl was talking stupid. Right. They called the police to do a welfare check. The police go there, and what do you think they do? They baker act my daughter. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There was really yeah. no, there, there was no question about it. They just come there, they they throw handcuffs on her, throw her in her cop car, take her to a mental institution. Huh. See, that's a problem. That's a problem right there. Overreacting for what you think you see. Well, I, I, I just, I just think it's, it's the money process, man. It's, it's, it, it, it costs, it, it costs the police, it costs the government money for those cops to go out to that house, and they have to justify that with an arrest or yes, something. They do. Right, exactly. And that's exactly, and that's the problem that we always see here in this because it's, it's the system. We all know what the system is. It's all about money. If you're not green, my girlfriend just always said it's not even a black or white thing anymore. It's a green thing. That's exactly what it is now. It's a green thing. It's all about money. Yeah. Uh, it, it just so what, makes do we, Bobo, what do we do, Bobo? What do we do? All that we can do is people like yourself and me and a few other people, we need to find some type of way to get somebody inside the inside. Somebody who could work with the, the, the judicial system and somebody who can work with the government as far as our senators and people like that that will actually sit down and listen to us. 
and tell us this is the reason what's going on. We have a we have a way that we can stop this if you guys would just listen to people who've been on the inside and we've seen it. And this is what's happening. But until they feel to realize that other people, people who have been in the system, not always the bad people. We're all people trying to help people. And like you said, I heard what you say this. They said you've hurt a lot of people, so you're trying to re- redeem yourself, and you're, you're doing a great job at it. And my thing is, is people like us who've been there have seen it. We should be the ones to be able to talk about it because we know what's going on in the system. And the people who are on the outside looking in, they don't know. They just see what's on the news and see what's on TV, and it's not like that. Not all the time. There are, there are also people in there who do want to make a change. And we can help people, like you said, your daughter and the young man who had the pocket knife. There are people like that that we could we could talk to them and say, look, man, you need to make the right I need you to think before you react. And that's the problem when we're young. Not I was the main person to get. I, I, I reacted before I thought. Sometimes I do it now. I'm 51. And like I said, we need to think before we, uh, we react because that is the problem right there. When we had the one little space that we paused to do the crime. If we would take that pause to make us think about what's the repercussions that's going to happen, what is going to happen if we do this decision? How many people are we going to hurt beside our family and us and our victim? What about the victim family, if there is a victim? We need to sit back and think about that. If we find a way that we can get our kids, young people, and these people for them to do a crime, to understand you need to use your mind before you react. Well, that that's the thing, you know, Bobo, is it's hard for an adult to do what you just did. And mm-hmm. and the pressure that we have on our children today, mm-hmm. and we're right. expecting them to make the right choices in the face of having to go to school and talk about their sexual genders, you know, exactly. ha- having to, to understand what critical race theory is and all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and yet on top of it, make sound decisions with their life because one wrong decision could land you in prison for 60 years. It sure can. You're right. And we expect these children to make that right decision every time. And, and, like and we said, can't even do it as adults. Exactly. Like you said, like I said, I said, I, I said sometimes I'm, 50, I'm, 60, about to be, I'm 51 now, and I still sometimes react before I think. And I know what it can happen if I do it. And like I said, I, I just react because I want it. We're, we're, we're on that. We want it now. We, we want it now, my friend. Because if I want it now, I'm going to go get it. And I'm not thinking about how I'm going to get it. I just want it now. And sometimes a lot of these kids say, well, no, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take this gun. I'm going to go here and rob this place. I'm going to get that stuff that I want right there. If you could just wait and save your money or whatever you need to do to get it, quit trying to get it right now. We're, we're all in that right now situation. You know, look at the Internet. We can type in something, and it comes right up. You remember back in the day when we went to school, we had to research. Right. We had to research it. Now we can just type in the word what you're looking for, and it pops right up because it's right now situation, and that's and, and that's the problem. We are too much on the right now situation. You know, look at our look at our cell phones. Remember back in the day, you had the the rotary phone, the rotary phone. We can just take our phone and push a button, and it'll pull up the people we're gonna call. That's right. Sometimes we'd have to wait a week or two weeks to see our exactly. friend again to know what was going on. Exactly. And that's the problem, man. It really is the problem. And, and I don't you, know how and we got, Like if your family but, went on summer vacations or something, you uh-huh. know, so let's say, say like your family goes on a summer vacation to a certain spot each year and you've befriended somebody at that spot. You don't right. see that person again until you go back to that lake. Exactly. Exactly. But it's not like that anymore because you can sit here and FaceTime these people all day, every day and not miss anybody. And I miss him like right there. They all the way in Florida, and we all the way in Ohio. I have to FaceTime you right now if I want to see you. You're right. That's how that goes. You're right. You know, I'm not saying that technology is not bad, but when we don't use it for the right thing, yes, it is. It's horrible. Just like anything else. Yes, it is. You're right. And yes, it is, man. I, I Like I said, I don't know what the answer could be, but we need people that understand what the system is about. Well, what I'm telling what I'm telling people, what we really honestly need to do is start flooding the House and the Senate. We just we just need to start getting people up off their couches and say, you know what, I'm going to run for this office right here. That's right. And we need to vote these people in there. These just these common everyday people out of the community. And we'll Mm -hmm. rally around these people and help them. and, And but that is what has to be. We have to get these people out. 
Yep, that old school mentality. You're right. We have to bring the new blood in. Somebody who understands what we exactly right. That's exactly what we need to do. You're right. I've been, I've been, just, we've, me and um, Peace Justice, we've said that for so long that we've been on Facebook talking about us, man. You know what? The time of us talking, the time of us making videos and stuff like this and, and doing doing walks and stuff like that, marches and stuff like that, it does help. It does help. Don't get me wrong. But there has to be a way that we need to get on the inside because that's where it's at. I tell people all the time when I speak, I said, it is, that is the problem. We need to stop. It's not. It's not the president. It's the. It's. A, it's the Senate and the Congress and the people underneath them that make the changes. That way, that we can boycott what he's about to say in the White House. Because yeah, I don't give a crap who's in the White House. Because nobody is for us. Period. Nobody's for us. They're for the money. If you know, you don't have the money. They're, they're for you. But there are people like us who work every day and try to. People supposed to come out the system. No matter. Just get off the drugs. Get out the alcohol. Whatever. They're not for us. They're not for us because we're not that one percent. No, where we, partner, are the 99% that is expected to keep exactly. that 1% running. Exactly. Exactly. But they can't tell us that because we won't do it. You're right. He's so right, man. You know what I mean? If they come and they tell you, hey, man, listen, I'm part of the 1% and I need you to work so I can stay rich. I'm going to look at him and tell him, man, fuck you. That's right. But if they come and they tell me, hey, man, listen, if you work hard, you can have this stuff right here. You can get you a TV and a car, but you got to work really, really hard. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yep. and we're going to tax you for all of this other stuff, but you get to have this stuff. And right. each year, these taxes are going to keep growing. You know yep. what I mean? You're not really yes, going to know it. You're just going to you're just going to have less money. You know, sure this is how they do it. Mm-hmm. And like You're I'm right. trying to get people to understand, see, people. People are so, so in their own brain that they can't understand that this is a generational thing, uh-huh. right? This whole shit is ran by rich families who have been families who have been who have been at the top of the food chain since the 1300s. That's what they're at. You're right. And You're this right. and 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 it's the ideology never changes because that family structure knows that in order for it to stay in the power, it has to maintain. Th- this mm-hmm. ideology and the rest of the world falls in line with that. So you can see from from the progression between the 60s and now how mm-hmm. far America has has fallen apart. Right, it's just walk walk, man. You yeah, tell the truth. Tell the truth. But being that it's in our life, like a kid, like like okay, you're 20 year olds today, for example, they have no right. idea what it is to to take a taxi. Nope. They have no idea what it is to use a, a pager or to, as as we described earlier, wait for news things. They have no idea, idea. what that kind nope. of life was. So they're taking grant for granted the things that are in place now as far as Uber, people that take Uber. They have yep. no idea that this, this trip that you just took that cost you $20 would be 60 in a taxi, but yet you're bringing dirt in my car, you don't tip. You know what I mean? Right. It's this right. expectation that I'm here for you. And I'm really saving you a lot of money. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's these expectations and, and these entitlements that we have today that we don't even understand that these people are leading you to a cliff, man. Mm-hmm. They are. And, you know, what's so funny about when you say stuff like that. If people like us go up there and say something like that, you know what's going, you know what they're going to try to do, or do to us. Anybody who speaks against the system, you know what they do. That's right. That's why they yeah. have to convict us. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. That's why they have to convict us because we fall up under that stigma now that, uh, you know, oh, oh, all, all, all of us are innocent. It's just a scam. That's what all convicts say. That's what all people, yeah. all criminals say that the exactly. system is is corrupt. Exactly. And what's so funny is the ones that have been in the system, we already see it. We see it. You know what I'm saying? We, and we know what it is. And they don't want us to get that word out because if we get that word out maybe there might be a possible chance that some people might listen and they don't want to take that chance. Well, it's it's like I say, Bobo, you know, mm-hmm. if we go back to the 80s, the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. if you go back to that era right there and you just look at all of the shows that was coming out that was right. mocking the ju- you know the judicial system, you mm-hmm. had that one show, Night Court, that would make mm-hmm. a mockery yep. of the court <clears throat> of the court yep. system. Right. Yes, you yes. had all of these comedy shows that were coming out and and making like jury duty was just such a drag and 
and you know it was just a comedy skit how people were get, getting out of jury duty and thing of that nature uh-huh. they made our rights to anything fair look comedial then they turn around and they start coming out with these shows that portrayed inmates as animals uh-huh. and these inmates of course they, they would find the stupidest ones and, and of course they're living up to it because all you gotta do right. is put a camera in front of these guys face and they just love the attention they just love the fact that the world is looking at them in a cell and they're gonna show out uh-huh. so, so it's been all of this propaganda over the time that has been placed into the public's mind that we are liars we're, we're scam artists we're, yep. we're all of these these things, which is true. We are responsible for these acts, but why? Why are we committing these acts? Mm. That's what nobody wants to look at. Why are these acts being committed? Why, are, why is America the most evilest country in the world? That's true. You're right. That's, it's, it's, it's what it looks like sometimes. You're right. And there's no, I don't, yeah, but it's like you said, it's, it goes back to the media. It goes back to all that type of stuff they feed us. What we they feed is what they want us to think, and so they, like you said, if you feel like we're evil or evil, they're just what they're gonna keep on showing you, so they can feed that thought process into your mind. And you're exactly right what you just said. That's exactly what it is. And it all goes back to Richard Nixon, uh-huh. right? It all yeah. goes back to Richard Nixon and his Tough on Crime Act, knowing that he was a criminal and was just yeah. trying to project the crime to other areas beside him. So out here screaming about, oh, we're tough on crime. Meanwhile, you're the criminal. That has gone through politics since then. Mm-hmm. You got you got every uh, every one of these, these representatives have gotten up there talking about the criminal justice system during election, but nothing ever happens afterwards. Nothing happens afterwards. You're right. You're right. Man, you're so right about that because every president comes in, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then when it comes to that, someone asks you about it, they change the subject. You're right. Bill Clinton has, has made publicly known that one of the biggest mistakes he made during his presidency was the mandatory minimums and how sorry uh-huh. he is for that. But guess what? I guarantee Friday somebody was sentenced under a mandatory minimum. Yeah, they were. Right. Joe Biden talks about about his his crime bill, but guess what? It's still enacted. Still there. It is. It is. And, and um, the vice president also too. She said I was wrong for that too, but like you said, it's still there. It's still there. That three strike thing in California. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you said, you, you spoke. You spoke what you we want you. We you spoke to what was going to affect us. And a lot of people say, you know what? They're going to change it. They're going to change it. And like I said, they come on getting close to that fourth year. So now it's time for the next next people who's going to run for office. Going to preach what they're going to say. So we won't sit back and see a whole bunch of a whole bunch of other lies now come out. Well, this That's is how it goes. this is why I say, Bobo, I'll never commit another crime again because I understand yep. what crime is now. And, uh-huh. and I'm urging the communities to stop being used as an agenda so these people can point at us for uh-huh. these tactics that they use against us. Right? If the you... crime isn't there, if we're not doing anything, what are right. they going to point at? And then when we come to them and we say, listen, we don't need these prisons no more. Shut them all down. We don't need these cops. Start, start taking all this shit from them. Right. What are they going to say? Because you know, Bobo, you were a government worker. And you yeah. worked inside the prisons. When they take yeah. something away, they never bring it back. No, they don't. No, they don't. You're right. They don't. It's so funny, man, that you said that because that's exactly you're right. Because me and my mother was talking about that not too long ago because she used to teach in a prison too. And then she said, I told you to tell her all the stuff that was going on inside there when I came home. And she's like, she's like that's not how it's supposed to be, Stephen. That's not how it's supposed to be. That's not what they always told us. I said, well, it is like that. I said, I used to think the same thing you thought when I was inside working. But then when I came on the outside and saw on the other side of the fence, I said, exactly what we say. Exactly what we talk about. It's right there. And you will never be able to say something. Because <laughs> I told us, I said, you know, sometimes when I was on the inside, I said, man, I should b- try to break this green line. I said, yeah, boy, we'll be here now today talking to you. I said, because you know, they'd have me killed. I didn't know that. Because there was a day when I was helping inmates or helping guys and while I was on the inside, I'd come out and find out my tires slashed. 
Yep. You know, stuff that I've seen that. You know, when you help, you try to help and try to talk to them and, and, and don't write them up because, you know, the other CEO was wrong for what he did. You didn't write him up because you've seen what happened and then you don't say nothing about it. Then you come out that next day and your tire's flat. Both of two of them, so you can't replace them. You can't get home. So then you have to call somebody to get you and get your car towed back to the house and get two new tires. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. I've seen it. And the thing of it is, is that the 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 cocksucker that that flattened your tires is sitting there probably watching you having a call tow truck and all that too. Yep, yep. More money coming out of my pocket. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And then you talk, go back and say, "Can you pull, pull the video? Oh, we, the, that camera wasn't no, it wasn't facing where your car was parked at, or no, where there's nothing, and we try to still don't see anything." Yeah, right. Okay. You know damn well there's cameras all over all over that damn parking lot, all over that place that yeah. you can see. Let the warden yeah. let the warden get jumped in the parking lot. I bet you they'll film yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, I seen it. I know it. <laughs> they think it's, they, they, it's like it's a game, man. It's, it's it's a game. It's a game. And I need people to understand that we know, we need to learn how to play chess, not checkers. And that's exactly what we need to play because they're trying to play chess. And a lot of us try to go and try to play chess like it's checkers, but you can't play it that way. For the listeners to understand who I'm speaking with, his name is Stephen Bobo, and he was a correctional officer, and he ended up uh, doing some time for illegal activities within the, the institution. As, as um, the representative and I had in a pre- prior conversation, you know, these things go on, and Bobo fell into that environment, that trap. And so there's there's a discussion that him and I had in a prior episode where he lays all of that out of how he got into that that lifestyle. So check out that that episode so you'll understand where Bobo's coming from now. But Bobo, do you mind me calling you Bobo? No, man, it's no problem. Okay. Don't worry about calling me. You cool, man. Well, that's anybody that I knew with the name Bobo. That's what they always went by. So I just. It just yeah, fell in line right. for me. I never really asked you, so I apologize for never asking you. I know. You, but... My friend, you are straight. Okay, man. I guess these call me CO Bobo when I was on the yard. The same thing when I came when I became a returning citizen and I was on the inside. It was always Bobo there, too. So I've always been Bobo. Always. It's just what it is, man. When you got that exactly. name, that's what you're cursed to. That's, that's just what it is. Exactly. Exactly right. I agree with you. You're a good dude, man. I, I, I appreciate... Um, you reaching out to me from the beginning and doing the show with me, and, yes, sir. and um, like I say, like I say, I'm I'm nobody to fear. I'm nobody right. to fear to sit down and have a discussion with, as long as your discussion is rooted in in truth and what's really going on. There's nothing exactly. to hide from. What you do no, have to not. fear is if you do have secrets or you do have an agenda, because I, Mr. Thomas Freeme, will uncover that. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So. But I love these conversations, man, and I love having them with people who are in the community because I know that's where the truth is coming from. The uh-huh. truth has always came out of the hood. The truth that's has always came out of, out of the black community. That's, that's one of the reasons why I fell into it at a young age, and I was impressioned by it because what I was seeing from them and hearing from them made sense to me. Everything else mm-hmm. didn't. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and it's funny like that. Like you said, I came from I came from the hood, as you would say. You know, my mom and my mom and my real father were divorced and gone. You know, all that kind of stuff. I was raised by my stepfather and my mom. But by, at that time, my stepfather was telling me what you're telling me right now. I didn't want to hear that when I was a teenager. I didn't want to hear that because my first thing was, "You're not my father, so why are you telling me this?" Right. But the same that you're telling me now is the same thing my stepfather was trying to tell me when I was in teenage years. And see, if I would listen to him, I never would have went to prison. I never would have went to prison. I'd probably been doing something else spectacular. But here's the thing is, I did not want to listen because I was on my own agenda. And sometimes your own agenda can steal you the wrong way because you don't know at that age. You don't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I thought I knew, but I didn't. And like I said, Harold Woods is my stepfather. He tried to teach him. I go back to see him now. And I sit down on his couch and we talk. I apologize. I said, I really want to apologize to you because I was wrong because I thought I knew it all. And he's amazing to understand. And I do respect what you say to me. I do accept your apology. And we talk now. I gave him one of my. I gave him my book. I autographed my book and gave it to him. Me and my girlfriend autographed our book and gave it to him. And he said, 
it was one of the world's rulers book I've ever read because you told the truth of everything. I said, you know what? Here's the thing is, I have to tell the truth now because I put it in my book. And, it, you know, our books are also, they also check everything you say because they can get sued. Of course. If it's The printing so company. Check, yeah, exactly. So they check everything you say. I said, like I said, I've never, ever came back, for, never stepped down for what, I, what I've done. Because eventually, like you said, you can pull up anybody's name on the internet and you find out anything. So there's no reason to lie about it. Tell the truth. They always say the truth will set you free. Well, and there that goes. It, for me, it was understanding where the truth, because once I understood that my mind, my brain, my knowledge was, was 90% inaccurate, mm-hmm. right? I, I wanted to understand what the truth really was. So I, I went on a, on a deep dive of, of what the truth was. And, and that's where I started to understand that the truth comes from the oppressed. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's in an oppressed situation is going to be speaking the truth because that's all they have. Right. The oppressor in any situation is going to be the manipulator because mm-hmm. he, he's the oppressor. Right. So once I understood that, then in every situation, no matter what it was, I would start to see who was the oppressed and who was the oppressor. And that would help me determine a little bit of who was telling the truth and who wasn't. Where was the truth coming from? Right. I agree with you. And that's when I, I started. And that's when I started to understand because I was big, Bobo, on this on this white privilege thing, and it was bullshit. And you know, it's just excuses. And I was big on that. You know, just get over it, like the Indians did and the Mexicans mm. did. That's how I was, because right. I I truly didn't understand. The, the economical portion of it, the right. economics. My brain wasn't, 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 it just wasn't taught in economics until I just started, you know, got older, of course, and started yes. researching and then really truly started understanding about generational wealth and being able to pass down things from generation to generation and, and such. And it, it just made me start looking at everything differently. Yeah, it does. It does. But all of that was rooted in the fact that I was done wrong by this government. Mm. I hear you. I hear you on that one, man. You're right. Just like the mother out in Virginia, who was so naive to the system, didn't understand until it happened to her. And this is what I'm trying to get these American citizens that have not been touched by this system yet to understand. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And these people that, that say that they don't care and that we're criminals, you have to understand that the reason why you're working as hard as you are and not having that, that money in your bank is because a large portion of those taxes is going to that prison industrial system that I lay uh, out as corrupt. It is. Just to take your money, your tax money. This is why they're doing that. Uh-huh. It is. It's big business. It's big business. Huge. And exactly what you're saying. It's, it's it goes it goes back to that. And that's the problem that we need as people, uh, people who doesn't have anybody who's inside the system. And that's the that's what we need to talk to is the people who's not people have inside the system. Because if you have loved ones inside the system, then you you probably do see it now because you hear what they talk about. But you on the outside looking in, you don't see it. You don't see it because trust me, when I was a CEO and I was on the outside, I didn't see it like that until I got inside and then I saw it. Guys are hearing them talk. We used to talk about the guys who talked to me. I'll see on the on the on the on the yard. He's telling me all the time. I said, man, you know this this and this and that. I said, man, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. Because I, I remember saying stuff on Christmas, man. They'll be be crying about the stuff about not being seated, people, friends, and stuff on Christmas and stuff like that on holidays. I said, man, I said, at least I said one thing I can say. Well, they used to give me problems on the on the um, on the yard. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, I'll tell you one thing is this, and I, and this was so cruel. And I apologized on my go live show, and I apologize to you, and I apologize to whoever listened to who uh, is a returning citizen. I used to always say, well, there's one thing I can say is at least I get to go home on Christmas. Yeah, and that was wrong. And I was so wrong for that. And guess what? What happened to me was he, God put me in the system, put me inside there so I could see how it feels on Christmas. And every Christmas I would cry because I cannot see my child open up their gifts. But, but you had no idea, partner. Well, I mean, you Man. do. You do. Yeah. You yeah. know, but, but I mean, it's, it's year after year after year after year after year. Exactly. I, I couldn't even sit. Come, come 
I don't know, October, around mm-hmm. the beginning of November, I couldn't even watch TV because yeah. because of the commercials. Commercials, exactly. These commercials of showing, you know, the Christmas time and families and presents and the joy and and oh my God, would that tear I, I, my I, soul apart? It tear you up inside because at that time I was sitting there, sitting there in the cube, looking at my TV and sitting there watching Christmas cartoons that me and my daughter would watch every year. We would watch it, and then I'm sitting there watching it now. I'm like, I could be at home with my daughter and watching this. But what did I do? I had to bow down to somebody else's. Back, going back to what I said before, I had to learn how to do it myself because I want to do it my way, not the right way. And see, then here I am now, paying the consequences of being my just being my own enemy. I can't blame anybody who did this because I did it myself. I should have been smarter than try to fall into that trap, and I didn't. Amen. That's my fault. I can't blame the system for that. I can blame myself for that. Right. And that's why I say at the end of the day, it's it's our personal choice, true, right? Mm-hmm. People, I can't argue the fact when people say, well, it was, you, you, you know, you did this. You made the choice to do this. True enough, you know? Right. And all I want people to know, like, I'm not on here trying to get people to, to, to gain sympathy for the things that I've done. It, that's, mm-hmm. that's not it at all. What I'm trying to get people to understand is that in a lot of our communities from the East Coast to the West Coast, from the North to the South, mm-hmm. those options are very, very, very limited. So yes, if, if, if if I'm making decisions out of a out of a out of a dirty well, right, mm-hmm. then all the water that I bring out of this well is going to be dirty. No matter how it many is. how many cups, how many different cups, how what what size cups, the water's still going to be dirty. Be dirty, exactly right. You know what I mean? And there's no other clean well around for me to at least go to another well. So if if me as a child, like in my environment, mm-hmm. I, I was brought up in a very narcissistic thinking family where everybody mm-hmm. was just living for themselves in, in, in survival mode. So there was no but there was no education and no mentorship for me. Mm-hmm. So all my choices and decisions were based upon watching people that were around me and how they acted and thinking that this was the right way. Right. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I hear you what you're saying in, in the same way with me. You're right. Man, I agree with you 100%. When we're watching our parents and our brothers and, and sisters and, and, and uncles and things of that nature committing crimes and we don't know that they're crimes being committed, they're not going right. to tell us, hey kid, this is a crime that I'm doing and don't do this. They're going to make excuses as to why they're doing it, and they're going to justify that it's okay, mm-hmm. and right. we're going to do the same thing. I agree with you. I agree with you. you follow you follow that type of stuff because yes, that's what you see. You see your upper ups doing stuff like that. So you, as a child or as a teenager or whatever, you're going to follow that because you figure like, look, they're not going to show me the wrong way. So this must be the way I need to do so I can, so I keep surviving. And you're right. I agree with you 100 on that. But that's a, that's a great point and great. That's great. I hear what you're saying on that one. You're right. Well, I mean, it's 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 natural. It's scientific. It's it's, it it's mirroring neurons. This is it's mm-hmm. us just mirroring what we're seeing in our environment because that is the essence of survival. Mm-hmm. It is. You have to adapt to your environment to survive. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. And we're punishing these kids for it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we're allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We are allowing it to happen. And there's nothing we can do. There is things we can't do about it, but are we going to try to change that? You're right. And that's the point. We need to find a way, how you just said earlier today, earlier in this conversation, that we need to find a way to change it. We have to find a way. You got a kid out in Kansas right now with with pedophilia charges. That Uh, means that the whole community has turned their back against this kid without even knowing the whole scenario. The whole scenario. They just see those charges and they're, oh, Get his ass out of here, right? Exactly. And you're talking about a kid who was 17 getting naked photos of a 16-year-old girl over Snapchat. Right. How many right. kids are doing that? Right. Right. Because I tell you, there's some many me time I'll be on Facebook or I've been on Twitter, and I get a I get a shot, I get a somebody sends me a referral request, and it's a a young girl. Uh, she can't be. Oh, she's not over twenty-one. Talk about in, inbox me if you want pictures. 
I right. delete it because I get those all the time. All the time. All the time. I'm getting on tick on every platform. I'm getting these girls platform. sending me sexy photos talking about click here for profile. I never click on them because I know what they are. We all know what they are. Exactly. Delete. But a kid, a kid, a 17, 18 year old kid, is yeah. going to click on that, especially if he hasn't been really taught in what these things are. That's, there he goes. You're right. You're right. Right, because I want to teach. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to get a, get something going on here in Dayton, Ohio, of teaching, uh, doing a class. It's called driving. It's called driving while black, and I'm gonna change it for driving while poor. Because it's talk about how you should, how you're supposed to react when you're driving, and you're just pulled over by the police officers, or you're walking through the mall with a group of your friends, or or whatever or inter, internet type of stuff like we're just talking about. I want to be able to talk to these young men. It doesn't matter what color you are, black, white, green, it doesn't make a difference. But somewhere we need to come down, sit down. When you are in a car or when you are on the Internet, just like we're talking about, everything that we see on the Internet, everything we're in the car, we need to make aware of because you are being watched. If the police pull you over and you're poor, I'm going to say poor, I'm not going to say black, white, or whatever, when you are under the income of what you think you should be and they pull you over, you are already profiled. So guess what? You need to do the right thing and be be smart on how you handle yourself. Because when you walk through the mall, because I remember, like I said, going up when I went to the mall with my friends, I couldn't go to the mall on the bus unless I had over twenty dollars in my pocket. And now then, nowadays it probably needs to be a little bit higher. That's how the cost of living. But you know, I never could go to the mall without twenty dollars in my pocket. If I was going to the mall, I just couldn't go to the mall with bus fare coming and going. Come on, mom. So why are you going to the mall for? You don't have the money to buy nothing. So why are you going? And see, we need to con- we need to contact our kids before they make decisions like that because that's how things happen. You go to the mall with no money. You start seeing people buy stuff that you want to get. You might end up taking it. I'm not saying you are, but that that mindset is like I want it now. So I need to teach kids to understand if they don't have the money, there's no reason to go to the mall. I'm not saying walk around outside, pick up a book, read, play football, play basketball, do something on doing that something outside. You don't have to go to the mall and, and end up doing something crazy because that will follow you. That will follow you. And I, I just I, I keep seeing all these kids on TV here in Dayton, see these kids doing crazy stuff like shoplifting and it turns out to be a big fight or somebody gets hurt or somebody gets killed because of a fight. Now, there you go. But you that know, one decision you made. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, you're you're fine, but I'm just sitting here thinking. But you know, the thing of it is, though, that once these kids have been exposed to this, right, you're not going to be able to take it away from them. No, you're right. It's the you're parents. Right. It's you're the right. parents. It's the parents that are exposing their this this to their children at two years old, three years old, because. Uh-huh. Because they may be a single parent and they're overwhelmed with work, and this this is a yep. perfect babysitting device. It is for these kids. It is. But that is where the error is is beginning at because you're training this kid to be involved in this electronic device uh-huh. from an early stage. Right. Right. They are. Because I don't know how many times I've seen parents. You know, I'm, and you know, when you said a single mother, I get that. I, I, I respect the mothers who are single and they do this stuff on their own. And when they put the TV on and while they then they go take a nap, so the kid can just sit there and watch TV while they take a nap while they get off work. But yeah, and that's the problem there. You're like you see, you're brainwashing these kids that this 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 is their this is their adult figure is what they're seeing on TV. You're right, and that's what and, and it's and it's wrong. But I understand why the women have to do it. But see, and it. then and then the thing of it is is. Why is that woman single to begin with? Why is she having to hold that household by herself to begin with? See, and again, that's why I say all of these problems are a design because they already know the outcome, the domino effect of creating this oppression. They already know by working these people the way that they do, crimes are going to be committed. The house is going to be broken. Stress is going to be there. Yeah. Pressure busts pipes. We know this. So yes, let's apply the pressure and give them all the elements, the, the liquor stores, the strip, the strip clubs, you know, yeah. all of these things 
the gun shops, the pawn shops, the casinos. Let's put all of that right there in this little area. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. You're so right. Shit, oh my God, you're right on that. It's right there. It's, wow. No matter what casino you go to, it's going to mm-hmm. be in the poor neighborhood. Exactly. Down here in Tampa, the Hard Rock is a is a is I don't know a, a two hundred and fifty billion dollar project. Right. Right in the middle of the hood. Like in the middle of the hood, the projects is right across the street. We was I was driving down the street. We were driving down the street um, a couple of days ago, and we were going. We have a casino here in Dayton, Ohio, and it was crazy. The city bus, the city bus drops you off at the casino. So there's no excuses now that you can't get to the casino because you can catch the bus to the casino. That's exactly right. All the elements of crime is there. All they have to do is is. apply the pressure, and they know a large percentage of those people are going to fall subject to that pressure. They're going to go to the strip clubs while they're drunk, lust over women, Go home, beat their wife because their wife don't look like what they just saw in the strip club, and they're angry about that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or, or however that spawns into from the strip clubs. The, uh-huh. You know, the bars where, where guys are just leaving, leaving work, taking their check, going to the bar, sitting at the bar for six, seven hours, spending their whole check, then going home, creating chaos uh-huh. there in the house because he just spent his whole work check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You're right. All yeah. of these elements have been put there. And the cops surround the poor neighborhoods. They're in there every day waiting on a call because they know it's coming to take these people away. That's just like the one day. I don't know. I'm personally have it there, too. We have a thing here that in Columbus, Ohio, they have one one here in Dayton. So when there's shots fired, they have a sensor somewhere in this city that can can dictate where the shots were fired before the 911 calls come in. Yeah, they have that here, too. Yep. So, like you said, why is it here in the inner city? Because that's where all the shots are fired. I'm pretty sure they're anywhere else in the cities. Yep. In the city here, I'm pretty sure. But they have here in Dayton, Ohio, since I don't know where they're at, but I know they say it on the news. Well, it was the sensor picked it up before the 911 call came in. Yeah. And, and, and down here, what else they have is they have this scanner, like uh-huh. a like a like a gun of sorts, that they can hit your license plate with, right? And when, uh, when they hit your license plate, it brings up everything that has ever been registered on your license plate about you. So if you've been pulled over before, cops can go in there and make notes that you've been aggressive, you have a concealed license, whatever. Right, right. So that when they pull you over, they already know how they're going to handle and approach you before you're, you're just sitting in the car just like, why did I get pulled over? Right. I, yeah. Yeah. So I guarantee these cops with this, they go through parking lots just flashing tags and things like that to pull up and see what this tag comes up as. And I know yeah, that's what they're doing. You know that's what they're doing. You're right. And they and they know and they know who you are when like when they pull you up they already know what you are and what you're going to do so sometimes they try to bait that to see get a reaction out of you and that's and like I'm saying we need to make these young people the kids know when they drive you need to be able to be smart and think before you react and that's adults too we need to think before we react I have citizens that tell me from all kinds of different communities how they'll have uh, police officers that live in their community walk uh-huh. around and write down tags that, like, if the tag's expired or something, and then have a tow truck come pull, you know, their cars and, and such. You know, wow. it's just it's it's just so much craziness that is going on. It's uh-huh. unbelievable, man. It is. But like we said before, the, how the system is, and that's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a trap. you got to learn how to play the game. And sometimes we get tired of playing the game because it's the same game, different players. And we get tired of playing it. But, it, but we need to learn how to play it because if you don't, you're going to be caught. You're going to be caught with your pants down. Wow, man. You made me think again today, man. <laughs> nah, I love these conversations, man, because, again, that's it's from one community to another, and it's all the same issues, man. And, and I know that exactly. as people sit here and listen to this, they're going to say, man, that goes on here, too. And that's right. this is this is the point. 
Exactly. This is exactly. the point that, that we're trying to get all of America to understand. It's just not your town. Nope. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Exactly. Where is that? It's everywhere where you got to go. It's right there everywhere you is, man. Exactly right. And like you said, we need to understand how things go. We need to understand that. We do. But like you said, it's the way that the system is made, the system is built. It's built for us to fail. It's built for us to fail. So now we need to figure out how can we make, how can we leave, leave, uh, leave uh, make a foundation to make it so we can't fail. Now, if you fail, you fail on your own. But don't let the system dictate your failure. Why don't we build a union for, for convicts, for convicts? We should. For, for, we should. Just a nationwide union. That again, like I say, if if I get into one of these seats, I have some people saying I should run. But if I get into one of these seats. What I'm going to start pushing for, and I'm and 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 again, I'm asking the public to start pushing for is the opening these prisons up. They're public entities; they should be opened up and allow right. these community leaders to have access to these prisons at all times. I agree with you 100 percent on that one, too. I do agree with you 100 percent on that one for real. I do. You're right. We should. That'd be a beautiful. That would be great. I would love to do it. I would love to do it. There's no question. If, 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 if something is coming out of that prison, me, mm-hmm. you, or any one of us that, are, that establish community leaders in the criminal justice you know, department should be able mm-hmm. to walk up into that prison, sit down with that warden, open your books, and let's see what's going on here. You, you, come on. That would be great. That's that what we need to do. You're right. We should. That's, that's an idea right there. I mean, that's, that, that is an idea, for real. Because they're public entities. They're mm-hmm. paid by the taxpayer. But yet we're not subjected to see how the prison is orchestrated, how it's ran. We can't open the books and see what's going on. we got to go through a federal agency to do that. Right. Right. Like, like we said before, we, they work for us. That's exactly right. And people, don't, and people do not want to say, see that. I think they see it, but they don't, they're scared to say it. At the end of the day, exa- essentially what you're asking me to do is, is to just say, you know, give you my money and shut up. Don't ask questions. Just trust me. Just give me your money right. and just trust me. <laughs> That's what we're being asked to do as Americans. Yes, we are. You're right. We're being You're expected right. to do, actually, because there's no ask about it. They just take the money out of our checks. Yeah, we don't get, we don't get no chance to ask you where it's going to, what the, what's it paying for. You're right. We get our check and there it is gone. You're right. And that's what we work for. Man. Man, you're so right about that one. It is. It's just. It's just very, very disheartening when you find yourself busting your butt working and you get your check. You're like, I know I made more money than that. And then you say, Who is Fika? Who is this? Is that you? That's right. You're right, man. And you by the time you, you get your check, right, and mm-hmm. you go fill up your car for the next week, okay, and you buy and you buy a little bit of meat and a little bit of groceries for the next week, where's that check yeah. at? Right. 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 It's crazy, man. Because, like I said, I graduate. I graduate here in September, and I'm looking at pl- I'm looking at plane tickets. So I get to Coswell because I'm, I'm going to school online, and I graduate, so I want to go there. I saw the plane tickets. I said I can't. I can't even go March because I can't afford the plane ticket to go get my diploma. So they have to mail it to me. I still get it, but I, I want to March. Man, it just upsets you. And this, this gas prices are just crazy. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show to do on that one. We got. We need to do something, man. <laughs> either we lay down. Either we all say, you know what? We ain't going to work no more. We ain't paying taxes. We ain't using your gas. You can shut off all this electricity. You can do whatever the hell you want. We're sitting our ass down. Right. Except, you know what, you're right. That's what needs to happen. We have to make some type of stand to let this government know that, hey, we're tired. Right. We are tired. And we're the, the whipping days, the whipping boys, over, man. It's like I said, you work every day. You want to come home and chill sometimes. You don't want to keep busting your butt to go out here and do what you're supposed to do. But you know what? That's what we have to do. And that's what you're going to do. Like you said, that's what you're going to do because, quote, 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 we are trained to do this. And I'd say train because we're not animals, but they train it. They act like we are. We have to tra- be, be being trained to do this. And it just, and it just it really it, it irritates me so much when I see these people out here joy riding and, and hot riding. So, you know, you know, I get it. You guys are trying to have fun and stuff like that. But guess what? 
you're wasting all you wasting gas that you could be saving, but you out here joyriding, hot riding around, doing donuts and parking lots and stuff like that. And I'm trying to struggle just to get my food or get the back and forth to work. Struggle. That's that's the sheep, partner. That's I deal with I deal with that in, within my own family. You know, yes. they they just they they they're they're so they want to hide their their head in the sand so deep. You know, mm-hmm. and, and just, oh, that's, I don't believe that. I just don't want to believe that. And they just carry on as if life is normal. And mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's mind-boggling to me. You know, this is what I get almost every day is I'm too serious. I'm grumpy. I'm aggravated all the time. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'll go on dates with, with, with you know, some, some women and they'll be like, you know, well, you're too serious and your conversations are too heavy. And all you ever want to talk about is, is life and what's going on and, you know, don't you ever talk about anything light? Why? Well, the, and that's that's my question. I hear what you're saying, and right. I would and I would love to. I would love to be relaxed and talk about sports and, and things of that nature. But when you know something, you can't unknow it. It's right there. You see it every day. Like I said, it's, it's broadcasted in your face. But if you choose not to see it, that's on you. But I'm going to see it. I'm going to talk about it. So how right. can I how can I sit down and watch a three hour football game knowing that in Michigan Tamujin Kinsu, who's innocent in prison, is being shut down and they're actually going on Michigan's website and rewording right certain mm-hmm. documents to fit the narrative as to why they denied his innocence so they don't have to open the books all because of his political speech. So how can I sit here and watch football knowing that these things occur? Right. Because to me, that makes me feel like just a compliant sheep. Mm. I'm just doing what they want me to do, which is to sit down, be entertained, and just ignore what's going on. I agree with you, man. I agree 100% what you just said. You're telling the truth. Because like you said, somewhere this thing has to stop. This this train that we they got us on has to derail some type of way. Because you, you ever said the ice piercer? That movie, the show The Ice Piercer on, it was like a long time ago a movie and then it made another one on Forever TV now. It's, it's, they have, it's like a huge train after ice, the ice age comes back. And they have, the, the train is choreographed for individuals, families of their class. You have the poor up in the front of the train, you got the working class, you have, you have the real rich in the back of the train, they live like live like millionaires on this train. And the thing is, the people from the front of the train who are all the poor people, they work their way all the way through the train with fighting and stuff like that, and they try to disrobe the train. It's almost what we need to do nowadays as far as helping people who have been inside the system and people who are low income to be able to disrupt the train so we can make a have a say in what in this world and what you just said. We need to be able to have someone inside up or somebody who can be a political pawn, a political per, per, person that can say, hey, look, I've been inside the system. I've seen what the system does. You need to vote for me because I can change this. I'm not going to be Democrat. I'm not going to be Republican. I'm going to be this. Because you can't be Democrat or Republican because they already they've already set their grounds. So we need to find a way to be another type of group, to be able another type of uh, political group that can be. Look, this is what I'm for. I'm for myself. I'm for you. I'm not for the Democrats. I'm not for the Republicans. Form, form your own group. We the people. Group. Group. We the people. Exactly. I agree with you 100, man. And that's what we need to do. I'm with it, man. For real. If I know the people will vote me in here in the Tampa Bay area, I'll run. I would too here 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 in Dayton, Ohio. I sure would. I sure would, man. I would. I already told him that. I told him that. I said, man, you you guys put me in that seat. I promise you, I'll go in there and grab these politicians by the shirt and ask them what the hell is really going on. I promise right. you, ain't nobody gonna come to me with nothing because right. I've I've had that stuff and I know what comes with it. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? I know what exactly. comes with that stuff and I don't want it. I, I agree with you. I know where humanity is going. Right. And I actually care for people. I care for human beings and I want people to experience the joy that I want to experience. But I know uh-huh. where that roadblock is at and uh-huh. I'm willing to tear it down. But it, it has to be a communal thing. It does. It does. It exactly does, man. It does. Uh, uh, uh. That's that's something we need to talk about, man. For We need to think about doing yeah, we do need to think about that. We need to talk about that for real. 
Because I know a couple more people who have been out the system and talk the same way you do, the same way I do, and would love. I'm, I'm, I'm matter of fact, I'm gonna let him know about you. So I'm pretty JD. I'm gonna let him know about that because you, you guys should talk because you guys sound just alike. Yeah, just alike. Well, send him this. Send him. I'll, I'll send you the link to this, to this show, right. and you send it to him, all and right. he could listen to it. And right, I definitely will. And all three of us can get on one. Man, that. <laughs> They don't want to hear that, man. They don't want to hear that. But see, but but this is why it's important for my listeners to understand as well. Exactly. Like, again, I repeat, I do not commit a crime. I'm struggling, Bobo, and yep. it could be very easy for me to get out of this position. I still have, I know I could get back into that old dope game, right? Of course. I choose not to. I choose not to. The thing of it is, is that, the reason why it's important for my listener to understand, I'll continue. I'll live under a bridge before I commit a crime, and Man. but it would be very, very easy for these people to pull me over, throw some dope in my car, because mm-hmm. that's my track record, and they will put there me. In, they will put me in jail, and I'll sit in jail for years fighting against this. But guess what? I've been shut down. Mm-hmm. Everything I'm doing is shut down. And nobody's really going to stand behind me because my track record shows that. So people are going to be like, well, shit, he just went back to selling dope. There it is. Right. Right. That's true. That's exactly what they would say. And now looking, listen to the whole story. You, you might tell the truth. Oh, yeah, 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 we already know what he does. He went right back because he couldn't make it out here. That's exactly, exactly right. They will say you're right. That's why I tell a few of my organizations that I deal with and, and such that if I don't post... Hold on, let me let this guy... Uh. This big old hog. But if I don't post, if, 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 if I'm just missing, these people don't wrap me up and for these organizations to come after me. Right. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, bro. For real. Do I tell people all the time, like you say the thing, if you, you don't hear from me, you don't hear me saying anything online or whatever like that, then yeah, like you say, you need to find someone who does know me personally and find out if I'm okay. Exactly. That's exactly right, man. That's so true. And it's bad that we have we have to have the mentality to think like that. I know some people say, I mean, you just you just really, really, you know, just really, really cautious or you just, you know, you um What's the word of people used to try to say that you you're uh, a conspiracy theorist? I said no, it's not be about being conspiracy theorist. It's about I know what could happen. Well, that's what I tell people. What is a conspiracy? Is a conspiracy something that you've seen with your own eyes? Because I've seen these people do that. Hey, come on, right? So if I if I've seen aliens, you can't tell me that it's a conspiracy theory because I've seen it. Right. Exactly. So true. So true. You're right, man. But yes, man, I will definitely get on to JD, man, and, and give him the link so he can get on here with us, man, because he's my God. But yes, he, you, you sit there, you sit there, man, God, you said the same exact thing. Yeah. The same exact thing. Because it's the truth, Bobo, and that's why I say going back into the discussion portion is, is when you have two people that understand what's going on, I promise you it's always going to come back to the same element. Mm-hmm. Because we know. This is, again, why they ostracize us from the community, because we go through the system and we know the truth. And we're coming out saying, man, this is some bullshit. Exactly. Right. You're so right, man. And that's what they want you to say. And they want people to hear us say that. But it's truth. It's truth. Because what you just said and what I've said and what other people have said that I talk to is truth. And I don't. I like. I like you because, man, you tell the truth. You tell it how it is, and you tell the truth what you've been through and what you see every day, like myself. And then, if I try to put something like that on Facebook, the first, well, the first thing they want to do is put me under investigation and want to say I'm my my page has been shut down for a little bit because you're not doing the right thing, community standards. Yeah. Because you told the truth. I thought there was freedom of speech. I'm not telling nobody to go out there and shoot nobody. I'm not telling nobody to go out there and kill somebody, how to make dope and all this type of stuff. I'm telling you what's going on in the world. But you don't want me to say that. Prove, I don't get it. Prove me wrong. That's right. Thank, exactly. I, I Listen, I, I can stand a correction. I've me been too. corrected before. I can stand a correction. When I know I'm wrong, I can stand a correction. Just prove me wrong. I'm open for it. Tell me the truth. There it is. If I'm wrong, then I, I'm the first one to admit, you know what? I'm wrong. Because I don't sorry, want I'm this wrong. shit to be right. 
Right. I don't want to be right all the time either. I don't like that either. But what I'm saying is I don't want I don't want I don't want this whole corrupt system to be true. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want that. You know what I'm saying? I so mm-hmm. so I would love for somebody to come and point facts to me that it's not true so I could say, "Whew, I'm glad because that <laughs> shit look." You know what I'm saying? Man, and as you right. <laughs> You're right, bro, for real. You're so true. But man, political office would be a beautiful thing, man, because there's so many things that I can see we could change. But the thing is, we just have to have the right people stand behind us because, you know, you, you got to have money to run for office nowadays. You got to have some type of money, something. And that's my, that's where my problem would be trying to get the, the money to try to get to get something going like that. Well, I'm a firm believer partner in this here. Honestly, honestly. Uh, if you build it, they will come. I, I agree with you 100%. Man. And, I, and I honestly believe in the power of God. And that if yeah. if if that is something that that is directed my way, everything will fall in place. So yeah, as far as the you. money, I don't even I don't for me I, it's not even, I don't even think about it because if 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 these people want me to run, it will happen. It'll happen. You're right. It will happen. That's not even a concern. If there are uh, people that want change and want fresh faces in there and they feel that I'm a good representative to go in there and hold down the truth of what's really going on right mm-hmm. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even have to market myself ooh that's true that's so true man I think I like that you're right you're right boy you're right hmm. I agree with that don't let money ever be an obstacle partner cause it's there Mm, I agree with that, man. All I, it I, is I, is just a valve waiting to be turned on, but it's there. The pipe is built. Man. Huh? That's good. I like that, man. I agree with that 100%, man. Let's do it, man. I'm, I'm with it. Get, get me with, with DJ, you say, and, 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 and let's figure out what we can do, partner, because that's what I am, man. I'm, I'm solutions. I'm here for solutions. I'm here to get shit done. That's how I've always been. I don't care whose fault it is. I just want to know what the fault is and how to fix mm-hmm. it. I agree with you, man. I'm down with that, too. Let's do it. In the meantime, man, go rest, man. Take care of yourself, Bobo, man. You we too. need you, partner. No problem. I need you, too, bro. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Enjoy your Sunday. Right. You, too, man.